0: you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network
1: welcome back to real presence live i'm your host this morning mark holcraft um, we've had some wonderful guests most recently dr carol brown from the sioux spiritual center in the areas of Rapid City, uh, somewhere between no and where, as Carol said, uh, as far as the two spiritual centers, it sounds like wonderful things happening there. Um, and speaking of wonderful things, wonderful things happening uh, at the Cathedral, Our Lady Perpetual Help in Rapid City. Um, there's amazing things happening. I'm joined with a guest this morning, Brett Eckert, who's the director of evangelization and catechesis for the Cathedral. Good morning, Brett. Good morning, Mark. How are you doing this morning?
2: Oh, doing well, doing well. It's a nice day outside, and God is good, so I can't complain here.
1: You know, as they say, and it's really, you know, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Yep. Um, And it's it's truth. It's truth. Well, Brad, thanks for joining us this morning. You know, um, our first guest this morning, uh, we spoke with Rachel Juby and uh, Blake Rittiman, and they were talking about transition. And there's something just about the seasons of life. But then we're also we're embarking on the change of seasons. We're getting ready for the new school year, um, and so you're probably in full throttle right now as you're kind of kicking things off at the cathedral. Can you share more about that? What's happening at the cathedral that's that you're gearing up for?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, obviously, it's as you kind of said, it's the beginning of a of another school year, which also usually means some of our faith formation. Uh, we usually do faith formation year round as well, but. Um, it's really in high gear and we're getting ready for uh, our fall kickoff to start up so uh, we have a lot of things kind of going this year um uh, one thing that we've done we did it last year we uh did it's a downtown kickoff where most of all the rapid city parishes kind of come together and we go down it's in rapid city at main street square um and we all go down and we celebrate mass uh, down in the center of rapid city so a beautiful testament to our faith last year we had about over 300 folks uh, come down and join us. So, with our faith formation, that's how we're kicking off. We're kicking off with uh, having mass right in the middle of Rapid City.
1: That's awesome. So, is this is this an outdoor mass that you just right yep. there? Outdoor just, mass. Outdoor
2: um, mass, and uh, this will be our second year. We started it last year. was the first year we did it. And like I said, had had really good attendance, really positive feedback. So, uh, we're expecting an even greater turnout this year.
1: That's excellent. No, it, tell us about, I'm hearing a little bit about Faith on Fire. What is that?
2: Yeah, so, um, previously here at the Cathedral, um, about five or six years ago, they, they had, they were running a Generations of Faith program, which is a, a family formation where uh, individuals and families would all come in and they'd kind of learn about the same content. Um, and then they just kind of uh, transitioned away from that and kind of went to kind of a basic CCD model, uh, where the different class levels and different grades, um, but they kept the name. So they kept the name, and they kept Generation to Faith name uh, for as long as I've been here. Well, as we started to kick things around a little bit, we were like, well, you know, like, we're really not a Generation to Faith model. It's kind of an actual model that's used, and we're not really doing that anymore. Um, it's still faith formation for the whole family. Uh, where uh, It's time for families to come in. We share in a communal meal, um, and then we go in and we break off into our different classes, and we've got classes. Uh, from little pikes, we've got nursery, but then uh, our lowest levels are Catechesis and Good Shepherd, and then we have basic CCD courses uh, all the way up into um, up into our middle school. Our middle school we have middle school small groups, high school small groups. We offer two of our adult faith formation classes on that night, as well as our RCIA program.
1: That sounds that sounds awesome. So when when do things? Because you said, did you say actually things go year round? The faith formation is year round.
2: Um, so we'll have our normal faith formation during the course of the year, but we also have other faith formation opportunities uh, that are going through the summer as
1: well. I see, I see. And so as you're gearing up for your fall kickoff with the faith on fire, it sounds like you're too trying to you're also taking a look at, okay, so what are we doing? what what is working? Um, really exploring how can we best really communicate the faith to our people? What are some of the other different like initiatives or programs? That you're also kicking off, you you had shared a little bit of that right before we started.
2: Yeah, um, well, some of it comes from initiatives we've uh, kind of instituted. So um, we've got different things. So we've got um, that man is you. Uh, we have a, a core group of guys who are going to be leading that man as you on Saturday mornings here at the cathedral, uh, which is a great opportunity for men to come together to share in faith, uh, and to grow in faith, and to be able to hold each other accountable. Um, and that's on Saturday mornings here at the cathedral. Uh, we have a moms group that's starting up uh, that's looking at, like, living a liturgical life, prayer, and community, uh, and service. So they're going to be meeting up on the 2nd and 4th Fridays of each month. And at the same point, well, we're going to offer faith formation at the same time while that's going on. So then the moms are able uh, to be by themselves and be able to kind of really just dive deep instead of having to watch all their kiddos. Because uh, we know how that is for moms.
1: uh <laughs> um, it's busy. It's busy. I mean, so it's a great opportunity, it sounds like, for them to kind of, while there's ongoing faith formation for their kids, that they can kind of retreat together and engage uh, as moms just to, yeah. yeah, pray with each other, fellowship. Um, okay. And did you say were there other uh, programs? Yeah. Please keep yep. going.
2: So um, one of the big initiatives that we've kind of uh, started to move into um, is it's, uh, we're starting up what's known as Connect Groups. Um, so one thing that we've continued to see, and this is just a complete working of the Holy Spirit, um, because it was on hand, uh, quite a few people's minds. Uh, we have an evangelization team here that is uh, geared to focusing on how do we evangelize our parishioners and the views, um, and how do we really bring about, like, an on-fire community that is in love with Jesus Christ, in love with His Church, and is passionate about sharing it with others and bringing others into the fold. Um, so as we were having these ideas, this... uh evangelization team started last uh, last spring uh, Was our first meetings, and as we were start kind of having these conversations, uh, God just kept placing it on people's hearts through conversations that they were having with individuals um, where they would have a conversation, and someone would say something very similar to this. They'd say, you know, it's such a large parish, I just kind of feel like I'm kind of lost. There's so many people, and I just don't know many people, and I don't have a good way to interject into the community, um, and people were talking about kind of wanting to, to be able to have an opportunity to really grow in community within the parish life, especially at the cathedral, uh, which is so large. So as we were having conversations, uh, there's an idea out there known as connect groups, and connect groups are where you have a couple host couples, and they will open up their home to parishioners. Um, the groups range in about 30 to 35 members, and what people do is they come in, and it's great community building and faith sharing. So they'll come in. Once again, everything we do usually here at the cathedral entails a meal of some form. So uh, everybody comes. The people who come will bring something to share, uh, so like a potluck meal. Uh, and then after that, there's a short testimony or a short piece of story time where uh, one of the members of the group uh, gets up in front of everybody, and then they fundamentally ask, there's answer this simple question, how is God working in my life, or how has God worked in my life? Where they're sharing their faith, they're opening up their hearts uh, to those who are in attendance with them, and they're sharing how God has worked in their life, um, through the hard, through the good. Um, and then after that testimony, then uh, the group members have an opportunity for a small group discussion, uh, where they break off and discuss how that resonated with them, and then uh, the other thing that we've really kind of focused in on this evangelization team is to be a community like steeped in prayer, that, um, that night ends with us, not just having general intercessions and asking, well, please pray for me, but actually taking the time right then and there to pair up, to talk to each other, to open up about what's going on in our lives, um, to then actually intercede right then and there for each other.
1: Wow, that's powerful and it's one of those things I I think our human nature Brett so often we come to, we come together to pray together uh or even you're coming together for fellowship and we'll talk about prayer um and still at times while we talk about prayer we still leave it alone like okay we don't want to make the most of our time in fellowship and so let's catch up and we have that time to share stories funny stories maybe um talking over food but then we talk about it and we leave it there and we don't immerse ourselves in it. So yeah. I think that's, it's a great instinct. Okay, we're talking about it. Let's just do it. Before we leave, yeah. let's come together and pray. And and again, the power of intercessory prayer in particular is very powerful. I think it's um, it's almost underestimated. You know, even sometimes in conversation, I don't know if you ran into this before, Brett, but when you, you, can, be, you can be in conversation with people, and you know, we so quickly can say, "Oh, please pray for me," and this and that. And I and I think that's also part of it is, uh, it's just acting on the instinct. We we think it sometimes, like, "Oh, we should pray for that." Well, instead of just thinking it, let's do it. And just to, then to foster that instinct. Um, yep. And so this is a, this is regards to the connect groups. This is a new uh, a new, I guess, a new work here for for the cathedral. Yep.
2: Yep. Completely new. So. Uh, we've kind of got things, all the groundwork kind of laid. Uh, we've been, like I said, the the group that kind of brought it up started back in uh, the spring. So this whole summer we've kind of been, we've continued to have um, kind of, we call I'm kind of calling it a buzz phase. Like people are starting to hear about it. Um, we've got our core group leaders. Um, we're going to be starting here uh, most likely in October. October is kind of when we think that's going to fully kick off here in the parish. And uh, we have four different uh, pairs of host couples. Uh, so like I said, um, just great opportunities for people um, to come together, to share in faith, to share in community, and that um, fellowship and socialization, but then also um, along the same lines is that prayer element, because um, that's one thing that I know here at the Cathedral, uh, we're we're becoming more, much more cognizant and aware of. Um, uh, a handful of us were able to go down to the amazing parish summit, um, and going down there and and seeing, like, the transformation that happens in parishes, of uh, parishes that um, just are truly engaged within uh, prayer life, where if people come and they come to the cathedral, we hope that their experience will involve prayer, uh, that we'll pray for them. Uh, and then not in uh, kind of an, an hour and a half mm-hmm. later, but more, let's just take the time and pray right now, let's pray together. And it's, it's amazingly powerful. Um, and yeah, as Catholics, it sometimes pushes us out of a little bit of that comfort zone—that spontaneous prayer right then and there. But it's also just being open to the Holy Spirit's prompting.
1: Absolutely, we're talking with Brett Eckert from the diocese. He's from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in the Diocese of Rapid City. Um, Brett, we got to take a break here, uh, so, but let's keep with this conversation. I want to hear more about this amazing parish summit that you just mentioned on the other side of the break. So stay with us on Real Presence Live.
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live, the Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. This is Mrs. Graham, the third grade teacher here at St. Philip's Catholic School in Bemidji, Minnesota. Please join us in prayer.
2: Bye.
0: All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is
2: Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Live. We're in our last 15 minutes on this Wednesday morning. Um, I'm your host, Mark Holcraft. We're talking to Brett Eckert, Our Lady of Perpetual Help Cathedral in the Diocese of Rapid City and he's sharing about the different faith formation programs. Certainly there are faith formation programs that are preparing to kick off all throughout the network and throughout America, really. Um, and it's it's just a part of just tying in, really wanting to engage, you know, a, a phrase that we used with Dr. Carol Brown earlier in light of spiritual direction was accompaniment. But this is really the parish's uh, effort of responding to wanting to accompany the parishes and families, or the parishioners and families, accompanying them in the formation of their faith, Formation of their children's faith, and really, frankly, assisting the parents who are always the primary catechists uh, of that faith. But as parents, we need to recognize we need help. Uh, we can know our faith, but it is really helpful when there are others who can affirm what we're trying to pass on. And presuming that what we're affirming are the very teachings of what the church guides, what the church offers us, how she teaches and ministers to us. So, uh, bright, thank, thank you for stepping into that gap. If you will, for for the parish and just serving their parish community that way. There's so many directors of evangelization and catechists and youth ministers who are all really just stepping up in that way. So thanks for doing that.
2: Yeah.
1: Just on the before the break, you know, we talked a little bit. You mentioned the amazing parish summit, and I want to come back to that in a moment. But you were sharing over the break uh, a story of a, of a young lady who came in, and I think it really just. It synthesizes the point of these connect groups that you were talking about. Can you share that story?
2: Yeah. Um, so as we were talking, Mark, um, just a, a lot of this idea and the, the things about connect groups, it kind of been something that had been resonating within our parish and within um, like the leadership of our parish. I mean, specifically with Father Brian um, Christensen here, and it's the things we've been talking about. Um, but then it kind of really hit home because uh, there was a, a, a young mom who came in. Uh, to my office one day and she is just expressing how, uh, she's going through a very, very difficult time with, with, uh, her marriage. And she was expressing just all the things upon her heart. And she, um, as we're having this conversation, uh, she says, um, I desire. I have a hard time, um, being part of a parish or what we would call a family, um, that here we have over 3,000 people within our parish family. Um, that a couple people really, like, people know what's going on, yet no one's really, like, stepped out and said, how can we help you? Can we pray with you? All these different things. And she just says, I, I want to be able to be part of a community that I, that I, that I feel a part of, that people care and that are authentic and real, um, that are willing to share their, their struggles, their hardships, their heartaches, um, because she said, at the end of the day, um, I want to know I can make it through it. I want to hear somebody else tell me, hey, it's going to be okay, because I know because I've been in that same situation too. Um, and that's what she said, how she wanted to be part of a community that is authentic and real, that's willing to share those the brokenness of our lives, um, is really kind of how she said it. And, uh, and it's just beautiful to hear that, because then that's where the Connect Groups really kind of, it just hit my heart went home and I'm like, well, it looks like the Holy Spirit is definitely saying uh, we really need to start this up within the, within our parish, because I think that's most of us, um, that we all desire to share those deep parts of our life, but also to gain the wisdom and to see how other families made it through, um, especially in regards to like heartaches and hardships. Um, I think a lot of times we want to make our faith always seem like it's almost like Facebook, um, where everything looks great, like, yeah, I've got it all together, I'm great with my prayer life, um, but that's usually not how it is. There's some struggle that we're going through, and we kind of put a little bit of a mask up or a little bit of a wall up um, because we don't want to be fully vulnerable. Um, but it's once we become fully vulnerable, that's when we go deepest in our faith. Um, so, yeah, that mom coming in really uh, kind of spurred it and was a was another big uh, element to bring you about
1: the Connect groups here at the Cathedral. Well, I mean, that's just it. It really points to uh, the need. Like, it, People are hungry for it. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking, I've been in different interviews this morning and I referenced it at the very beginning of our time together, Brett, is just the people are going through different seasons. Everyone's going through their different seasons in life. Even, you know, the family experience, there's different seasons, whether it's young families, kids coming through just starting school, uh, just starting high school or kids moving out and you have uh, couples who are, empty nesters for the first times or maybe a different season of life where someone in the family may have just passed away and they just need accompaniment. They just, they want to know that they're connected, you know, yep. it, that, that familiarity, you know, and it, the familiarity, of course, that root word being family. Um, and we talk about that. And so this lady who came in in a certain sense, and I think you mentioned it, is just calling, kind of calling you out, calling us out, calling the parish out, mm-hmm. calling the Catholic community out. Um, and this is, Certainly not just the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. You know, this is the very nature of what parishes are called to be. Um, and yet, so we talk about parish, the Amazing Parish Summit. You referenced that. Can you share just yeah. a little bit more? So this there's a movement called the Amazing Parish. What is that?
2: So the Amazing Parish is uh, it's um, based off of uh, some books by Pat Lincioni. Um, Pat Lencioni is really known for like the five dysfunctions of the team. Um, and, uh, he's a team, and he's he's a very uh, he's an amazing man, an amazing man, and an amazing Catholic. And what he was doing is he pretty much goes to like all these very large companies, Microsoft, Southwest, um, goes to these companies, and he kind of guides them on how to run more efficiently, but also like how to build a culture that you desire to have within your facility. Um, but what he's done is he's kind of teamed up. He's teamed up also with, like, uh, uh, Christophonic and they brought this into the, the realm of parish life. Um, so what happens is pastors who are interested, um, start by going and they, uh, basically have tutoring on how to be a good leader, um, through the amazing parish. Uh, it all starts with the pastor. And what the pastor does is he goes and he then, uh, creates a leadership team, uh, that surrounds him to be with him, to support him, but to hold him accountable, and that this whole group is uh, kind of the fundamental building block for the change that you hope to see in your parish. So Pat Lancioni had started this up a handful of years ago, and uh, we uh, just had uh, the beautiful opportunity to go down and actually go to the Amazing Bear Summit that was held down in Denver uh, about two,
1: I think about two months ago. Okay. Okay. And and so this is the connect groups and even, even the different programs that man is you and the moms group, it's all fostering and kind of being built around this, this mission of the amazing parish, which really, and I, I love what you mentioned earlier, as far as that kind of support group, whether it's the staff or maybe it's some parishioners who have that ability and the time and a key role in surrounding, uh, surrounding the pastor kind of a leadership team uh, effectively surrounding the the pastor to to hold him up to lift him up to encourage him support him but as well as to hold him accountable and you know really brett i don't know if you're able to hear the first part of this morning's program with real presence live a couple of our guests um we were really kind of celebrating some of the priests that we know but also a program that real real presence radio offers in that uh, honoring our fathers, Brett, our time has flown by this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need to give just a quick preview for tomorrow's program, and uh, helping us on the board this morning has been Mark uh, Good morning, Mark. <laughs> good morning. What are we looking at for t- for tomorrow? On the next real presence live Thursday nine to eleven a.m.
2: Central, Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer are your hosts coming to you live from the Grand Forks Studio. Nancy Gord and Father William Slattery will be on to discuss a Catholic perspective on the power of the powerless. Then, call in with your questions about the Catholic faith during our Straight Talk segment. Also, Heather Carroll will be on to talk about how the ladies are showing up for this
1: year's Faith and Business Conference. All this and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. So, speaking of our priests, Mark, do you happen to know one of those that's coming on tomorrow, Father Slattery? Yes, I do. (laughs) So, uh... What's the scoop on Father Slattery? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> Father Slattery, he, he is the chaplain at Shantley. Yeah, yes, and that's the, the high school you go to. Yep. Um, and I know. I remember one of the first days that you and Brooklyn were here, and Father Slattery came in. It was pretty awesome to see you guys' enthusiasm. Like Father Slattery's here. I think I heard Brooklyn say, "Father Slattery's here." <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. The and I just point that is. The priests, uh, they have such a key role, you know, certainly with Father Gross and Father Leffer, who will lead tomorrow's program. Mark, thank you for that, um, Mm -hmm. giving the shout-out there. Um, We have just a minute and a half left. Brett, uh, any final comments in regards to the Amazing Parish Summit that you experienced, even some of the programs we discussed already this morning?
2: Um, Probably the biggest one would be the Amazing Parish. Um, I mean, it is transformational to see um, what can happen in a parish that really um, believes in, uh, the leadership of the parish happening, uh, from the fundamental root of, uh, the priest with a core group around and that this culture just disseminates from the, the core group that's set. Um, and I mean, it was, it was amazing to see, but it's all, it's fundamentally based on, uh, vulnerability amongst members of the group, um, uh, complete, utter trust and then prayer. Uh, that's really what it's all about, is active discipleship, um, constant and uh, unceasing prayer, and then finally, uh, wholehearted and faithful teamwork. And uh, I would just say, if I can say anything, would be um, any priest who is desiring to see uh, just a true change in their parish, um, the testimonies that we heard were un unheard of. It was amazing down there in regards to seeing what happens in parishes that really um, desire a change. Um, so I can't uh, encourage priests to consider the amazing parishes as, as something to do.
1: Well, Brett, thank you so much for your time this morning. Okay, Certainly, we pray and we offer our priests, the, they are the leaders of our faith, they're our shepherds. Um, so thank you for being with us, and God bless you. Real Presence Radio Lands.